Be afraid. Be very afraid. It's the D program. With DMG. You are now entering the D program. Deprogramming your mind, transforming your paradigm. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. It's the D program. Program activated. What's going on, y'all? What is going on, good people? You may enter. You may enter. <laughs> you may enter another D program. Y'all, I'm so glad that you have decided to stop through again. Entering into another D program. I haven't talked to you guys in a while, but I'm so excited about this episode because this episode is unprecedented, especially what has been happening. I know you guys have heard about all of the things that has been going on in the press, the news and things like that. But I'm coming to you with those stories in a different, a different light. What we witnessed you guys at, at Mar-a-Lago, this, this raid was just simply a last ditch effort of pure, unadulterated fear and panic to keep Donald Trump from returning to office. That's what this was. Notice, now I didn't say running for office. I said it's to keep him from returning to office. Let that sink in. Yeah, very different limb, isn't it? And y'all know what? I, I ain't mad. In fact, you shouldn't even be mad because when you, when you have an animal, uh, a rabbit animal that has lost its mind, and it's in a corner and it's caged. It's going to lash out when you corner it, man, because you're about to catch it and it's going to lash out. And you know what? It, they're most dangerous when they have no place to go, when they got no place to run. That's when they're most dangerous. So what you guys have witnessed, what we've all witnessed is a last ditch effort for these people to try and keep Trump number 45 from returning to his rightful place. When I say his rightful place, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the presidency. I'm not saying that the presidency is forever his rightful place. I'm just talking about the shenanigans that has gone on for the last couple of years. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about what it means for the deep state Democrats and Republican rhinos, what it means for them for DJT to return to the office. I'm not going to be let me tell you something. This is not going to be pretty, people. It's not going to be pretty, especially for those who have been involved in this deliberate assault on this nation and its people. We're going to be talking about the United States and what it may look like, what it may have to endure, maybe even death to clean out these cancers inside of it. Radiation ain't pretty, y'all. When radiation hits, everything gets destroyed, even though you try to target 
different different areas of where the cancer is. Sometimes there is collateral damage. And when radiation hits, y'all know it doesn't look good, man. I mean, you lose your hair, you know, you lose. Sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. So y'all know in my last episode, striking the image, when I said that there was one more strike to give concerning the stolen election of 2020, what I didn't get into was what is going to look like when this strike actually takes place. Judgment is happening right now as we speak, as I speak. A day of vengeance. I'm talking about God's vengeance, not the people. I'm not talking about any type of rising up and, 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 you know, you know, drawing on our arms and things like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the day of the Lord. Vengeance and reckoning is in full effect right now. Y'all remember them days in, in hip hop? Man, we're in full effect, man. That's what I'm talking about right now. This thing is in full effect. Vengeance and reckoning is happening. At least that's what I believe. And that's the spirit in which I'm coming to you today. And it also pains me to have to say this in this in this particular cast right here. But I have to say it. And even though it may seem bleak at times, we will win in the end. All right. And then in the final show, I mean, in the final element of this show, you know, I'm going to be bringing this thing together with some striking examples and shadows of past events that has already taken place before. And how we can look to these events for God's move of justice in these crazy, turbulent times that we're living in. But what has done, what has been done is going to be done again. There's nothing new under the sun. That's a comforting scripture right there. There is nothing new under the sun. Again, I want to thank every single one of you for being here. I'm great. I greatly appreciate your time. Your time is it's so admired here at the D program. Because I know you could be anywhere. And if you guys want to join the podcast, of course, you know, you can subscribe to the pro- to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pandora, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows, the D program will be there. My name is DMG and you've just entered the D program. Yes, it's a play on my name. And at the same time, it deprograms your mind while transforming your paradigm so that you won't be conformed to this world. Now, let's deprogram. Listen, y'all, they fear Trump, the deep state. I'm talking about the deep state. They fear Donald J. Trump. I'm going to tell you, it's it's crazy because you might wonder, where, where does this come from? Where is this fear coming from? There are a lot of people out there who don't even understand that there is a fear in the deep state right now. And that's why we have this this raid, these not just the raid, but the Russia collusion, all of the different things that they were using to attack Trump when he was in office. All of that was fear. But we're going to talk about that right now. Look, Trump is not one of them. He is not one of these people. He wants to drain their swamp. That's where it all started. When he mentioned draining the swamp, that's where it all started. Take a listen. It is time to drain the swamp in Washington, D.C. This is why I'm proposing a package of ethics reforms to make our government honest once again. So here's what we as a group are announcing tonight. First, I'm going to reinstitute a five-year ban on all executive branch officials lobbying the government for five years after they leave government service. I'm going to ask Congress to pass this ban into law 
so that it cannot be lifted by executive order, right? Second, I'm going to ask Congress to institute its own five-year ban on lobbying by former members of Congress and their staffs. It's enough. Third, I'm going to expand the definition of lobbyists that former government officials use by labeling themselves consultants, advisors, all of these different things, and they get away with murder. Not going to happen. Fourth, I'm going to issue a lifetime ban against senior executive branch officials lobbying on behalf of a foreign government. And fifth, I'm going to ask Congress to pass a campaign finance reform that prevents registered foreign lobbyists from raising money in American elections and politics. You see, that's what this is all about. And listen, that was just the tip of the iceberg. That was the tip of the iceberg. People, this runs deeper. This runs a lot deeper than what you just heard. What these people really fear is what happened on October 21st in 2020. Trump issued an executive order called Executive Order on Creating Schedule F in the Accepted Service. This is what it says. This is Schedule F, y'all. I'm going to read this bill, this, this, this bill, okay? This happened right before he came out of office. It's kind of lengthy, but bear with me. It says, pursuant to my authority under Section 3302, Item 1. Of Title V, United States Code, I find that conditions of good administration makes necessary an exception to the competitive hiring rule and examinations for career positions in the federal service of a confidential policy determining policy making or policy advocating character. These conditions include the need to provide agency heads with additional flexibility to assess prospective appointees without the limitation imposed by competitive services. I'm sorry, competitive service selection procedures. Placing these positions in the accepted service will mitigate undue limitations on their selection. This action will also give agencies greater ability and discretion to assess critical qualities in applicants to fill these positions, such as work ethic, judgment, the ability to meet the particular needs of the agency. These are all qualities individuals should have before wielding the authority inherent in their prospective positions. And agencies should be able to assess candidates without proceeding through complicated and elaborate competitive services, processes, or rating procedures that do not necessarily reflect their particular needs. Executive Order 13957. People, in a nutshell, what this does, this just allows the president to be able to fire those people. Fire them without any red tape at all, just like you're on a job. Y'all know you have jobs. They give you the, uh, what, what is the, uh, handbook, the, the employee handbook. In that handbook, it says they can let you go for any reason. But of course they go through, normally they go through, you know, you get a write up, you get another write up or whatever. But what you just heard in this schedule F is simply the ability for a president to be able to fire or any, any person that he delegates over those positions to be able to fire people without having to go through any type of red tape that scares the hell out of these unappointed, I'm sorry, unelected officials, these bureaucracies. This is what it means. This is from Axios. Okay. And keep in mind that Axios is, is a left leaning agency. 
But this is what it means. It says the impact could go well beyond typical conservative targets, such as the Environmental Protection Agency, the Internal Revenue Service. Trump allies are working on plans that will potentially strip layers of the Justice Department, including the FBI. Boom. There it is. There it is. And reaching into national security, intelligence, the State Department and the Pentagon. Sources close to the former president say during his pre presidency, Trump often complained about what he called the deep state. Y'all might recall this. Chuck Schumer, he had a he had a, a dealing with this. He said he gave warning about Trump standing up to the intelligence community. Y'all remember when Trump was complaining about somebody spying on his campaign? Well, that was the intelligence community. And Chuck Schumer had something to say about that. Listen to this clip of this clown, Chuck Schumer, talking about what the intelligence agency might do to Trump. This antagonism yep. is taunting to the intelligence community. You, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated I don't know, to? but I, from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them and talked about. Oh, they're very upset, Mr. Schumer, about how he has treated them. Listen, listen, let me tell y'all something about Trump, man. Y'all don't, people don't like his tweets. They don't like how he talks to people. But what y'all got to realize and understand is this, and this is, you know, I've come to the understanding of this. When these politicians enter office, whether it's politicians, whether it's appointed uh, officials in these different agencies, these people have spent tons of dollars, thousands of dollars, maybe tens of thousands of dollars to polish out their their identity. The way they want to present themselves has already been formed and shaped before they enter office. OK, they actually hire people who can give them this polished image and they pay lots of money for this. What Trump does, he goes in there and he dismantles all of that glamour and glitz that they have covered themselves with and he exposes who they really are. This is why they hate him. This is why they don't like him talking about them. This is why they get upset over his tweets. This is why they can't stand the fact that when he's on stage with these people, he cracks jokes. He makes fun of them. They can't stand this. Let me tell you, people who are in power, they can't stand for you to make jokes about them. Trump breaks their shell. He breaks it down. He gets inside and turns them inside out so you can see the wolf inside of the sheep's clothing. This is what they don't like. So when people say, you know what, Trump is mean and Trump. Look, I understand the strategy that Trump has, man. He's breaking this stuff down because it needs to be exposed and they can't stand when they are exposed people. That's what he's doing. When he makes these jokes, when he comes in and breaks these people down with his cracks and his tweets. But what Chuck Schumer said, it's not supposed to be this way. The only power that is supposed to keep the president in check is another branch of government. Y'all know this from 
I mean, from from government class, hopefully in, in high school, at least when we were in high school. I don't know what they're teaching now, but there are three there are three uh, branches of government, executive, legislative. Then you got the judicial branch. Each one keeps the other in check. That's called checks and balances. There is no bureaucracy that's supposed to keep the president in check. There is no intelligence agency that's supposed to keep the president in check. Neither should they try and keep the judicial branch or the legislative branch in check. Those branches check themselves. And so when you have outside agencies and things that they are prescribing to punish one of our elected officials, elected politicians, then we got to get that out. That's not supposed to be here. It's just a bureaucracy that's being. See, when these people can control our elected officials through our republic, you've lost your republic. But people don't see down through the cracks. See, they just see the surface. Oh, Trump said something. But what they don't see is that Chuck Schumer is saying they're going to get back at him. It shouldn't be this way. Chuck Schumer shouldn't be championing this type of aggression. But you see, when you champion this stuff, they get more and more and more aggressive. Why? Because there's no check on their power. They don't have a check on their power. There's no system of balances in their power. They run amok with their power. See, that's the problem with these unelected officials that's coming in and then getting back at those people that we actually elect banana Republic, man. So anyway, let's get back to this schedule F. It says the heart of the plan. This is from Axios. It says the heart of the plan is derived from an executive order known as schedule F developed and refined in secret over most of the second half of Trump's term and launched 13 days before the 2020 election. This plan was launched 13 days before the 2020 election. The reporting for this series draws on extensive interviews over a period of more than three months with more than two dozen people close to the former president and others who have firsthand knowledge of the work underway to prepare for a potential second term. Most spoke on condition of anonymity to describe sensitive planning to avoid Trump's ire or his anger. People before Trump left office, he drew up something called Schedule F. This raid on Trump was their attempt to keep him out of office. Schedule F, <laughs> that F stands for firing. That F stands for fear. Schedule F is no joke, people. And I'm going to tell you now, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Because when he said drain the swamp, that's what he meant. And that's what he had imposed before he left office, 13 days before he left office. They know that this this schedule F is in existence. The only thing that has changed is that, oh, let's go, Brandon. He's in office now. And he simply used the stroke of his pen as an executive order to dismantle it or not dismantle it, but to to cancel it out. So this raid on Trump's home was their attempt to keep him out of office. They're afraid of this. Here's a quote. Everyone knows what this was really about. Finding something, anything, they can use to keep Donald Trump from running for president. Now, here's the interesting question. Why? Well, he's a threat to the entrenched, unelected power in Washington, the biggest threat ever faced. From the beginning, Donald Trump was an outsider, but not just an outsider, an outsider that declared war on the military-industrial complex. He stopped buying their weapons and sending them to Ukraine, so they impeached Trump. As Axios reported just two weeks ago, 
Donald Trump plans to gut the federal bureaucracy if he's reelected in 2024, taking a butcher knife to the administrative state. That means eliminating career government employees installed by Barack Obama. And nothing terrifies a career bureaucrat more than losing their grip on power. Nothing terrifies these people more than losing their power, y'all. So how may this affect America? This is my analysis. Every bolt, every screw that holds this country together, it's it's corroded, y'all. It's corroded with with rust and and nasties and it needs to be dismantled. You can't fix it. You can't unscrew it and put oil on it and WD-40 and stuff and make it all shiny again. No, it's so corroded at what keeps this country together. Those areas in this country are corrupt and they need to be dismantled. They've got to be, they've got to be taken apart, but you can't take them apart because they're so corroded yet you got to break them apart. That's the problem with this country right now. That's what's going on. The, I mean, granted, I mean, even though we still have, we still got all the major parts that, that we need for a society. I mean, we, we have God, we have laws, education, media, entertainment, we government, we got all of this banking, right? But answer this, look at every single, these different segments of our society that I just named off and tell me which one is not corrupt. God, law, education, media, entertainment, government, banking. Which one is not corrupt? You can't name one that's not corrupt. Because when we let, let's take the first one, let's take God. In our society, God has been taken out of the schools. God is not even, for the most part, for the most part, I'm talking about in the media, not the remnant. I'm not talking about people like you and me, but they are pushing that God doesn't even matter anymore. Even in church or churches, mainstream churches, preachers, they haven't said anything about CRT, not the mega churches. No, 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 no. Still the same old thing. Whatever God can get to you. That's what we're going to talk about. Get your healing, get your money, get your house, get your car. Not one single mega church pastor. I have heard talk about any of this stuff coming against any of this foolishness, this dark cloud that has come up in our country. Not one, not one, just, they just preach messages for the itching ears, man. That's it. Now I love them. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love, I love the church of God, man, but judgment starts in the house. And if we're not kicking it, if we're not giving it to you the correct way, then all we're doing is setting you up for failure. Let's take law. They're not being enforced in our society, not in politics. Look at the border. When Trump was in office, he's a law type of president. The borders were under control. Crooked politicians getting away with criminal acts. Hillary Clinton destroying her emails, literally taking a hammer to her emails. Ain't nobody raid her house. True criminals. Nobody raided her house. Benghazi. People died because she didn't want to call in help. Nobody raided her house. Look at let's go Brandon. He, he gets to run for president after he withheld a $1 billion loan from Ukraine unless they fired the prosecutor who was investigating Burisma Holdings. That was the gas company that his son, Hunter Biden, was sitting on at the time. He was on the board making about 80 grand a month. 
Nobody raided his house. Huh? These people aren't threatening to drain the swamp. That's why their house was not raided. They're not threatening to uproot the system. The same old, same old is just fine with them. That's why their house was not raided. Trump is not like that. This is easy to see now, y'all. You should be able to see this just as clear as night and day. And you know what? I'm glad things have played out this way. Because if you still support these people, you're part of the problem. You are a part of the problem. Ignorantly or knowingly, you're a part of the problem. And that's unfortunate for you because the things that's coming on this nation, man, I'm talking about vengeance and judgment. It's going to be hell to pay, man. It's going to be hell to pay. These things are happening. I've heard it through the prophets. I've heard it through intuition. These things are going to be hard to fathom. Let's look at education. Education. Think about it. CRT. Transgenderism. Need I say more? In our kindergarten classes, who would have ever thought that we would be talking about these types of things in our little children's lives, folks? Has nothing to do with reading and writing and arithmetic. Upside down wickedness, pure evil. That's what's come in. You take God out and it will be replaced. There's a scripture that says something about when, when, when an evil spirit leaves a person, they go about seeking rest and they find it, find none. And then they return back to that place from whence they came. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. Now, that's just a, a contrast, if you will, of what's happening in our schools. They took God out. They took him out and something else replaced it. The media, they've been lying, programming the people so that the people only echo what they say, making you think they're giving you truth and news when they're doing nothing but programming you. Banking. I ain't got to say nothing about the banking. Think about that. I mean, printing money, fake promises, making us pay interest on loans where the money was just conjured up out of thin air and we pay interest on that. This has got to come down, y'all. Like I said, the nuts and bolts of this country, they are so corrupt, so corroded that they are beyond repair. They're fused together and corroded in this metal, this this iron age that we live in right now. Let me tell you something. When you start to dismantle it, it's going to break the system, at least as we know it. It's going to create chaos and turmoil in the streets because America is now exposing its corruption. It's unfortunate to say it, man, but that's what's happening. That's what's going to happen. That's what I believe. It would be nice if it didn't have to happen. It would be nice if the money system didn't have to break all the way down. People lose lose out on their savings and things like that. But if you're walking through life asleep and you, you have not been paying attention, these things are going to come on you. I'm glad I'm doing the D program to try and forewarn people of these possibilities, man. You can't keep up a corrupt system forever. It's got to fall. And every society in the past that had any type of structure, governmental structure that went corrupt, guess what? The whole thing fell. And Rome is the biggest example of that. It fell. Venezuela. Look at that. They used to be a prosperous country, nation, what have you. Fell because of some some fake socialism garbage that they were kicking to the people, making them think that that would be a greener pastures on the other side. 
it went to hell. And the young people in our country, they're they're calling for socialism. They, they've just been programmed to make us think, well, the socialism in the past, that was different. But no, they want to try it anyway. There's no examples of socialism or communism where a society worked out and it was better. No examples exist. None. Zero. But Trump is, see, he, he is, he is out to drain all of it. Let me tell you something. It's got to come down. It's got to come down because if it's not, if it's not brought down, they'll just keep building and merging and becoming completely totalitarian over weeded people. They're almost there anyway. Check out this clip. Now you have these news outlets essentially merging with these agencies. Um, you can't watch MSNBC or CNN without every five minutes seeing multiple operatives from these agencies informing the public or purporting to inform the public um, about the news. And it's obviously incredibly disturbing because these are agencies that specialize in misinformation, disinformation, propaganda. The Freedom of the Press Association claims intelligence agencies have also gone to great lengths to censor critical stories. On many, many occasions, uh, intelligence agencies have uh, threatened newspapers, uh, have claimed that they will have blood on their hands, uh, have uh, used various methods to try to get them from publishing uh, newsworthy and important information that the public should know. It's got to come down. These corrupt people, they're threatening people behind the scenes, y'all. These CIA, FBI, these people are being used now as spokespeople, spokespersons in the media. These are the ones who are telling us the news. <laughs> and, then, and then we believe it. And all it does is perpetuates what we've already got. It's going to come down. And guess what? It ain't going to be pretty when it does. Y'all remember what the Constitution says, man. It says we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Has it become destructive, y'all? That's what it says. It says that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, has it become destructive? Raiding a former president's home? The media constantly using their bullhorn to continually lie and program the masses. The hiring of 87,000 IRS agents with a job description that they are to carry firearms and be willing to use deadly force. Who are these 87,000 IRS agents going to be coming after? You think they're going to be coming after the rich? Absolutely not. The rich people have ways. They have attorneys that handle their IRS issues, their tax issues. No, no, no. It's the middle class. It's people like you and I that these agents are going to be coming after or supposedly coming after. I don't know. It could be a scare event. You got to seek out a thing first before you got to be sober before you start getting all up in arms about all this stuff. But I'm, I'm saying this because I actually saw the ad, the hiring ad that these people got to know how to carry 
and know how to use a firearm with deadly force, be willing to use it. Criminals in public office in plain sight with no consequences to their offenses. Hillary Clinton. Let's go Biden Brando. Hunter Biden, no raid on their home. It seems like there's a lopsided system of justice in this in this country. Not seems, but it is. Has it become destructive? Absolutely, it's become destructive. I'm going to tell you something else. In my opinion, this is my opinion. I believe the simplest way to establish a new government without violence, without taking up arms, is just simply to reinstitute the gold standard. Getting out from under this corrupt money system. This way, all of the corruption is brought to a standstill because the Federal Reserve is what they use to keep the system going. The printing of money is the corrupt system. So it's got to come down because the Fed itself is corrupt and it's not part of the United States at all. I don't know if you guys know about this, but there's nothing federal about the Federal Reserve. Nothing at all. This, this clip right here sums it up. One of the most outspoken critics in Congress of the Fed was the former chairman of the House Banking and Currency Committee during the Great Depression years. Louis T. McFadden, Republican of Pennsylvania, said in 1932, We have in this country one of the most corrupt institutions the world has ever known. I refer to the Federal Reserve Board. This evil institution has impoverished the people of the United States and has practically bankrupted our government. It has done this through the corrupt practices of the moneyed vultures who control it. Senator Barry Goldwater was a frequent critic of the Fed. Most Americans have no real understanding of the operation of the international moneylenders. The accounts of the Federal Reserve System have never been audited. It operates outside the control of Congress and manipulates the credit of the United States. I'm going to recommend a book to you guys. It's called The the Creature from Jekyll Isle. The Creature from Jekyll Island. It talks about the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank. That's part of the swamp, too. Man, let me tell you, these people fear 45 so bad because they know all of this is tied together. But if you guys go and check it out, man, I mean, you can just look it up online. The Creature from Jekyll Isle. They'll show you how the Fed was created. And this fake money system, this monetary system that we're on right now in this country, it's tied to every corrupt politician, every corrupt official, every corrupt agency, because what's used in this system is corrupt money. They can print it off. They can pay whoever they want to pay. It's just like a giant, like drug dealers who have judges and sheriffs and police and politicians on their payroll. Pretty much that's what this is, except it's the entire American system, a cancer that has to be not even regulated out. It has to be it just has to be cut out. It has to be cut out, y'all. It has a cancer that needs to be cut out. Radiation's got to hit those targeted areas. But it's in so many places, man. It's just that it's gotten like this. It's like the enemy is coming. There. He's he's. He's sown tares amongst the wheat and you can't just pull out the wheat. I'm sorry. You can't just pull out the tares with the, the, the weeds without pulling up the wheat. But these are pr a private for profit corporation. That's what the Fed is. There's nothing federal about it. It's just like just like there's nothing federal about Federal Express. It's a, just a private group of bankers, but they're part of the swamp.
Remember, these people are not elected. You got to be an elected official that's controlled by puppeteers or not an elected official that's not controlled by puppeteers. But now you control them. You control the people. When you're not an elected official, guess what? You're just an official that's controlling the country. You got to be one or the other to be a part of the swamp. The deep state fears 45, y'all. Now we enter into the last part where I give some spiritual context on this. And I'm going to say this. When it comes down to things being cleaned out, cleared out, when judgment takes place, judgment is scary and it's always messy. How might the land look once all this hits? If all this takes place, this judgment, this day of reckoning, the day of the Lord, if you will, if all this takes place, we need to look to some past events that has already happened. Look at the book of Exodus, how God brought the Hebrews out of bondage. It got real messy and it got real scary. It was 10 plagues. Remember Nile turned to blood frogs came up on land. The gnats, flies, death of livestock, boils, disease, hail, hail storms coming out of heaven with fire on it. Huh? Locusts ate up all the plants. Darkness, three days of darkness it was pitch black. You couldn't see anything. And then finally, the death of the firstborn. People got hurt. I can imagine what it was like back then. The smell of all of these dead animals and blood, the sea filled with dead fish and judgment is nasty, y'all. And this is where we are in this country because we've got some really upside down people who want to implement these policies and force them on the masses. They keep telling us that we're in the minority. Listen, the masses actually agree with most of Trump's policies. I mean, I see this all the time, man. I mean, you know, you can ask the average person when this was this is this country better under this current administration or the previous. Most of the people are going to say the previous if they're not afraid of being giving Trump his props. Most of the people are going to say the previous. But this is what we're going through, y'all. Remember Sodom and Gomorrah. Here's some more messy stuff. Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 18 and 20 says, and the Lord said, because. The cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great. And because their sin is very grievous. Can you believe God put a temperament or he put a temperature on the amount that the sin was? He said it was grievous. There's no I don't recall anywhere else in the word of God where an entire city was destroyed because of their sin. He put homosexuality and all of this sexual misconduct in a special place. It was grievous. It was not like other sins, y'all. I don't recall any other sin causing it to be like that. He destroyed the entire city because of a particular type of sin, an abomination. That's what we have. They're even bringing it into the young people, into our kindergartners, y'all. Y'all know something has, something's got to give, man. Something has got to give. He destroyed an entire city because of it. My plea to you is to get your house in order. My house too. This is my own plea to myself, but to get your house in order. And I pray that you're not supporting these things when judgment actually comes on this nation, when it falls on this nation, however it comes, whether it's through the grace of God and it's only targeted or whether it's through the majority of it just going down. I don't know. 
But I know I'm going to be safe. And those who love the Lord, they're going to be safe, man. But if you have a hand in supporting this, you better check your house. You better separate yourself and come out from among these of these states of affairs. You better check yourself and come out from among this state of affairs, man, that has encapsulated not only the country, but the minds and hearts of those who have succumbed to this upside down wickedness, man. Prayer changes things, but only those who want to change. That's who that's what prayer changes. It changes those who want change. Godly change, I mean. But there are those of us who want this strange change. Y'all know who you are. You cast your vote for it. Even though people like myself and others were telling you what this would bring. You know who you are. If you're supporting this, there is a striking contrast right now for you to make a decision. There are no more excuses. You can't say, oh, you know, it just depends on what you teach your own thing. No, it doesn't. It depends on how you project your vote, how you come to your decisions in your life. That's what you're projecting right now. God is looking at that. You say you receive Jesus Christ. You say you love the Lord. Well, you better walk it out. That's what we have to do. We have to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. It's not just in faith, but you also got to have works to go along with it to show out who you are on the inside. You can see it now. There's a stark difference between what's happening now and what was happening two years ago. Choose you this day what you're going to support and what you're going to serve. Is it going to be the true and living God, Jehovah, through his son, Jesus Christ, or this woke joke that provokes his anger? You can't serve both. You have to choose one and leave the other. This is my plea out of pure, unadulterated love for my fellow man. I want to thank you guys for entering another D program. Respectfully, in truth, this is DMG. Peace. You have now been D programmed. However, for optimal effect, re-enter to continue your mind's transformation. On the D program with D M G. After exiting, please share with your friends your experience in the D program. Terminated.